I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, here we are. It is Tuesday. What's the date today? The 11th of June in the year of our Lord, 2018. Today's the 12th? Oh, my God. Well, let's all thank Richard Dugan, my engineer, for giving me that on-the-spot correct information. Where would I be without him? Thank you, Richard. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. I am here to do another show about real estate going on my, I don't know, how long have I been doing this show, Richard? Three, four years now? And you know I just started it and I was only going to be doing it for six months, right? Eight months, whatever. Maybe a year and figure one and done. But when my fans call me, I got to be there. (laughs) So uh, this show is about real estate financing. I have done my best to bring information to the listeners, friends, family about integrating their mortgage into their future financial plans helping them maneuver the ins and outs of real estate transactions. I've introduced home inspectors, appraisers, real estate agents, title title officers, escrow officers, um, insurance, contractors, you name it. I've had them on this show, and I'm really proud of that. Today we're bringing another real estate agent in. Um, And I'm really excited about this because uh, Joe Stubbins, Berkshire Hathaway, super nice guy. Just a great guy. We we hadn't been in touch for about, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years. But it was uh, pretty, pretty cool. We ran into each other a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, it was like we never, never missed a beat. And we're going to bring him in, uh, introduce him to the listeners, um, Joe Stubbins, the realtor to the stars, Super Joe. But before we get to he's going to come on the last half. He's going to be here on uh, about 2.30. Right now, I've got to get my licensing out of the way. But before I do, Richard, you been here all week? You check the answer machine. Jeff Bridges called for me this week. Come on. No, he didn't. Well, Jeff, if you're out there, you want to know about mortgage financing, give me a call. I'm your guy. I'm your guy in the mortgage industry. I know you don't need any loans, but if you just want to, you know, do the rap about mortgages, get informed, be on the know, be in the know, I'm your guy. So, my licensing uh, NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is 01220403. My parent company is American Pacific Mortgage. They yield a very big stick. And they do some great, 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 great things for us. And for me, they have my back. I beat them up a little bit more than I should. 
But um, that's how I roll, I guess. You know, we give 150% effort, Guarantee Mortgage Santa Barbara, and we expect 100% effort on those around us. We lead the way in low rates, and we have already established ourselves in Santa Barbara as AAA service, Five Diamond service. And we're very proud of the fact that we opened up our shop, Vittoria and I, 18 years ago on State and Islay. Not too many people can say that. Not too many people out there are still in the business when I started. And that's a shame because there were some pretty good guys out there and gals that did some good stuff. Um, Our industry has evolved. You have to stay on top of it. You have to stay on top of the new regulations. And we do that. I guarantee Mortgage Santa Barbara. And we're real proud of the fact that, um, you know, we dug our trench a little bit deeper than those around us. And we were down in the trenches when things got tough. But mortgage lending, don't get me wrong, is still all about the numbers. It's all about credit, income documentation. And today I thought I would touch on the credit piece. But before we get into that, you know, I start off with a little bit of market talk, which is what I'm going to do because this week is a huge week. Um, yesterday, federal, you know, yesterday, the president met with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, little rocket man. Complete and verifiable and irreversible denuclearization of Korea Peninsula was on the table. And apparently they're they're coming towards some sort of agreement. And if that wasn't enough big news for this week, it's Fed Week. The Federal Open Market Committee meeting kicks off today and ends tomorrow with the release of the monetary policy statement and interest rate decision. The Fed is expected to raise the Fed funds by 0.25 to bring the benchmark rate to 2%. So I've been saying on this show when they were going to be raising the weights, when they weren't going to be raising the rates, I pretty much hit it nine times out of ten. This one definitely going to be raising the rates tomorrow. The hike's already baked into the cake That's mortgage talk. The hike is already baked into the cake. You get that, Richard? Did you get that one? That means when the Federal Reserve raises rates, the pricing has already built in that hike. So that was some mortgage broker humor. Uh, But the company's statement, the statement that the Feds make after is the thing that really throws the market into a tizzy. Will they increase rates too much? Is the economy heating up too quickly? Are we not heating up at all or or under expectations? What about the, the, the inflation? You know, all these things are considered by the Federal Open Market Committee um, to base their decision to raise or not to raise. But Tomorrow, we're going to see a quarter of a point hike, rate hike. Um, Federal uh, Chair Powell's press conference immediately following the release will impact the market. 
Uh, there'll be no headlines until Wednesday over over in Europe. Come on. Have you guys been the Eurozone? Political turmoil in Italy has quickly subsided and is a big reason for the recent spike in yields. Italy's finance minister, Giovanni Tria, reassured markets that Italy's new government has no intention of leaving the euro and will focus on reforms. That would lead to improved growth. So the euro drama is calm for now, but... I live with an Italian. I'm married to an Italian going on 20 years. The drama's never over. <laughs> Just kidding. There's no drama with my wife. But with, with true Italians over there in Italy, there's always going to be drama. I know. That's why I don't go to Italy. Too many Italians. <laughs> Just kidding, honey, if you're listening. Fed tightening cycle. The Fed has raised short-term interest rates Six times since 12 of 2015 over the last 30 months, an increase of 1.5 percentage points. Over that two-and-a-half-year period to last Friday, the S&P has gained 41%, an average of 14 ROI. Now, why am I saying that? Because even though rates have gone up, the money is still, money is still very, very reasonable. Interest rates are extremely, are, are still just, just above historic lows. So what I'm seeing here is people coming out going, oh, my God, I can't get below 4%. Well, yeah, you can, just not on long-term mortgage-backed securities. I mean, if you want to pay two points and get below 4% because you're going to be living in the house forever, that probably can be arranged, but is it worth it? No. I saw a closing statement from another transaction today where the guy pays a half a point on a million dollar, million five loan. It was for some reason. And he got way, I mean, the underwriting fee was like $1,200. It's like $400 more than anybody else on the planet. And um, the rate was, I think, just right under 5%. So, obviously, this guy, he was crying in his soup to me, yet he went ahead and executed that transaction. Go figure. I, I just can't, I can't understand it. It's like, okay, you've already jumped in the water. You're all wet. What, what, what am I supposed to do about it? You've closed. Dude, you've closed. Um, so... That's why I'm I'm always encouraging listeners, clients, friends, family, shop around. Shop your interest rates and fees. Don't just go with the real estate agent that tells you to go with somebody because how else will you know what is out there? This guy, Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, Richard, is giving me the index finger, telling me that we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. Just a slight reminder, this program is rebroadcast 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Sundays at noon. This guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, will be right back. You are correct, sir. Okay, we are back, and you're listening to... Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Let's uh, 
continue with the market. Um, the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index rose 107.8 in May, the second highest in the survey's 45-year history. The report went on to say that compensation increases hit a 45-year high at a record of 35% net. What does this mean for the consumer? If Americans are secure in their jobs and compensation is rising, consumer spending will continue to grow and housing will benefit. Should we expect rates to move higher? Yes. Yes, we should. However, when you couple with the strength the, with a strengthened economy and record high confidence with still historically low interest rates, we have an incredible story. And that is where we are at. That's the road that we are on right now. Um, the headline CPI reading for May rose 0.2% versus the 0.3% expected. Core CPI was 0.2% in line with estimates. Year over year, the CPI rose 28 the biggest annual advance since February of 2012 after the 2.5% rise in April. Year over year, the core CPI rose 2.2, the biggest annual advance since February 2017 after the 2.1 rise in April. Um, the CPI core CPI offsets the hotter annual readings. Treasury is going to sell. One for one fourteen billion thirty-year bonds today, with the results in at one. I didn't get those results, um, but I, before I ran out of the office, I saw that the the market was flat, so it must not have been too bad. wasn't too great. Maybe it was just an okay. Um, the yield on the ten-year note was edged to two point nine eight percent, and it's hovering right there. So that's interesting stuff. Three weeks ago. Three and a half weeks ago, that yield for one day, when the, the, when Italy had its Euro drama, dropped down to 2.75. I locked in $5 million worth of loans on a 45-day. The pricing was so darn good at that time um, that... If you if your mortgage if you if your mortgage lender is not daily watching that not getting the alerts to lock one they're not doing enough business to do that to where they feel they have to and I watch it all day long two they don't care three they're not doing a service for you um, so I've I actually locked in clients. They got a better rate than what I quoted them. And we're real proud of the fact that we were able to better somebody's position on a long-term basis. A couple of them were first-time homebuyers, and they were ecstatic. I mean, you know, I don't care what anybody says. $60 a month is $60 a month. In payment change, I'll take that $60 any day of the week. And if I can help my clients obtain that, I've done my job. So check this out. Today I've given you the core consumer uh, price index. I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, what's in store for the week. Wednesday, June 13th, 
Producer price index. Now, that's got a moderate impact on, on rates. The core producer price index got a moderate impact on rates. Both of those, the uh, producer price ex- estimate of 0.3%. Consumer, the core producer price index, I'm sorry, uh, that's estimated at 0.2%. What else is coming out tomorrow has high impact on rates. The Federal Open Market Committee meeting Um they're expected to raise rates by point zero point two five. Uh, the retail sales also will have a high impact on on the markets tomorrow. That'll come out. Uh, retail sales. It's expected. The estimate is zero point four percent. Last 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 reading was zero point three. So they're looking for a little bit more because they're thinking the consumers are. Are spending more, retail consumer confidence is up big time. Um, retail sales ex auto zero point five percent is the estimate. Zero point three was last year or, or the last period, and uh, so it will uh, it'll just uh, be interesting to see. Real quickly, um, I've got. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about credit. I've got two parts here that somebody sent me, and this guy's a credit expert. Um, people that I work with um, that I introduce some clients to. You know, it always it, it, I'm always amused at when real estate agents will um, will sit a client down to analyze their their credit reporter, or they are you know, advising on credit report and how it works and this, that, and the other. Hey, you know, usually those are the 95% that aren't doing any business or doing very little business because those 5% that are doing the business want nothing to do with that. They'll refer those issues, that portion of the transaction, to an informed expert, you know, like myself, or like the, uh, the people that put out um, this thing I'm about to share with you. So today's thrilling topic provides insight on how your credit score is calculated. Though payment through payment history, this section of your credit score is weighted the heaviest, coming in at 35%. Your payment history acts as 35% of your credit score. As the subject suggests, it focuses on the history of our payments it is said that if you have a perfect credit score, 850, a 30 single day late can lower your score by 175 points. That probably doesn't seem fair. Uh, it won't hurt you either as far as financing goes. Um, think about it this way. If you were a bank and you had to choose to lend money between one person who had a single 30 day late who as a result of now a credit score of 675 versus a different person who went... Uh, bankrupt five years ago, who also has a credit score of six. Who would you choose? Hopefully, you choose the aged bankrupt client because current risk is much more relevant than any other factor that impacts your credit score. Sure, the client who went late might have a brain fart and simply forgot to pay a bill, or they could not be in serious trouble. Or doubt is, um, that doubt is where the real problem lies. Regardless, getting robbed 
175 basis points on a perfect credit score because you just went late may not seem so bad. The good or bad news is that no one is really losing quite 175 points because they don't have, they didn't have an, an 850 to begin with. <laughs> um, so that's pretty interesting. I've got more credit score stuff coming up. I think I just saw and heard Mr. Joe Stubbins walk into the um, studio. But before we go to and bring Joe on, I just want to I just want to finish this one, okay, Richard? Um, the payment history section of your credit score accounts for thirty five percent. This is where all of your derogatory items hang out, except for the inquiries, which get their own piece of the pie. Here's the question where you might be able to guess the answer. Which derogatory account weighs the most? A judgment, collection, bankruptcy, 150 day late, or a tax lien? It's just another trick question because such with such limited information, there is no clear answer. You would need to know the balances of each one to better assess. Balances... Uh, Balances are generally irrelevant on accounts when it comes to credit score weight. Your zero medical collection could certainly weigh more than a $100,000 tax lien. Okay, so what is the heck is important? Three magical letters, D, L, and A, otherwise known as date of last activity. Hmm. Date of last activity uh, represents the weight of an account within your payment history. Simply put, the newer account, irrelevant to the other factors, the one more damaging it will be on the credit report. For example, your $10,000 judgment that's three years old weighs less than your Pizza Hut collection that you just paid off from five years ago for $14. This is due to the fact that your Pizza Hut collection has just been renewed. So there's a bunch of things happening on your credit report if you want to know more, if you think you have problems, give me a call. I have walked a lot of people through um, their their credit history, how to improve it. I get them in touch with the experts. Richard's giving me that finger. Joe is in the studio. We're going to bring him in. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, we are back, and you are listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, and I've got the realtor to the stars, Joe Stubbin, just walked in, and I, I taught, say hello, Joe. Hello. <laughs> okay, so I, I told him at the, I said on the onset of the show how we bumped into each other. We've known each other for like 10 years or something At longer, least. right? Yeah. yeah, probably longer. But we would always be either cocktailing or dinner somewhere out. You know, we've never really done business together. That's correct. And um, so I think it was the, you know, the hand of God brought us together. I think two so. Two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And you can tell that story if you want later. Okay. But um, what I do want you to do is tell us a little bit about where who who you are, where you're at, and obviously you're a great real estate agent. I've seen you put people together with homes. Um, tell us how you like to work, but tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Thank you, Guy. Uh, and thank you for inviting me, by the way. Uh, it's a pleasure being here with you. Uh, my name is Joe Subbins, and I've been in the business, uh, well, next year it'll be 30 years, if you can believe that. Holy moly. And yeah, I was, uh, I, you know, I was still in my diapers when I started it. Uh, but I work with uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway in Montecito, and it's a great company. And um, uh, prior to that, I was with uh, uh, Prudential California Realty, which was in the same office at 1170 Coast Village Road. Are and they then, still around, Prudential? Or well, closed, not, right? not, they're, they're still around in other states and things oh, okay. like that, and in some places actually in California. However, um, yeah, I started my career in, you know, like 18, uh, 1989 uh, on Coast Village Road across the street, uh, John Douglas Company. Mm-hmm. And, uh and so I haven't moved very far, guy, you know, across the street in 30 Yeah, that's years. good stuff. <laughs> that is really good. And you've always been a Montecito guy. That's correct. So you've been probably through, over these 30 years, through most of those houses that have been built, and most of them that have uh, just come on and off the market several times, as we've seen. I understand there's about 14 sales last month in Montecito. Correct. Let's see. Uh, in Montecito... Alone, last month, uh, there was approximately 14 in various price points. But yes, that's correct, uh, which is not bad. But because uh, the first quarter of this year, through the devastation of the fires and the uh, mud, uh, mud flow, it, uh, we've made an incredible comeback uh, because it was extremely difficult, uh, you know, emotional for a lot of people, for the homeowners especially. Uh, but even, the, you know, us as realtors, uh, we went through it emotionally as well. So, sure. So this quarter has been a tremendous comeback, and we're very happy about that. And you see it. You not only see it in our industry, but you see it in other industries and businesses. And, you know, our hearts, hearts, hearts and prayers go out to those that have lost. Also, the business owners that have lost their businesses as well. There have been some businesses that have closed that have never opened up. You know, and that takes down whole lifetimes. It does. Changes and, um... You know, and it's just a sad story. But this is Santa Barbara. Our community came together. Our community came together. We all helped each other out. And um, and it was incredible to see, you know. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about your clients. Uh, and then I'm going to have you tell us some stats. So wh- what is your, what's your forte as far as, I mean, I know that you work all gamuts of the price range. But what do you like to work? How do you like to work? Because I know that you have a unique uh, technique. Well, right now it's it's an interesting you know uh, working in Montecito because many of the deals are done that are not on market. So if you find a client who has a, uh, a very specific want and need, and that's not listed, then you have to do some digging and a lot of calling and an uh, investigation to see what is available that's not currently listed. And so uh, I recently had a client who uh, had a very specific need and, and desire to be in Montecito, and w- what he was looking for just didn't exist in MLS. So uh, I went in and continued to call a lot of people, other agents, friends in, in the industry, and uh, I got some great responses, and, which is how I actually ended up meeting you, uh, you know, two and a half weeks ago, running into you. Because we had entered escrow, and um, the lender who of choice by my buyer was unable to perform. 
And so what we did is we uh, went to another lender who, again, could not perform, and then we were getting close to our contingency period. So uh, I ran into you and then called you a few days later, and incredible, miraculous performance on your part, um, literally from a Monday to a next day 24 hours to get an approval from you is just absolutely unheard of in, the, in this industry. And so thank you very much for doing that. Well, you're welcome, but thank you for actually thinking about me. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, in our industry, we all know so many different people. Right. And you could have called the Austins or you could have called, you know, some. But, you know, it was fortuitous, and we keep saying that, that you and I bumped into each other out of nowhere after 10 years. Yes. You know, yeah. so I, and that's why I said it was like. Uh, Meant from to the, be. Yeah. Yeah. From, from the, you know, well, that short meeting and, and and discussion we had when we did meet, uh, you know, you said some very interesting things to me, which I listened to, and um, so that's why I placed a call to you. And my client is forever grateful to you, by the way. And um, so that's uh, that's the great news. That is great news, and I appreciate you sharing that story with with us because um, I share the hell out of it. I mean, I'm posting that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, that stuff doesn't happen all the time. Those, you know, five-day clear-to-close on a million-six loan amount does not happen all the time. I can make it happen because I am, you know, I have the on and off switch to our machine, uh, our finely-tuned machine at Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara, State and Islay. Um, well, I'd like to say just one more thing real quick is that I've been in the business, like I said, for nearly 30 years. I've never seen a performance like this before from a lender that actually gave us a written approval 24 hours, subject to the appraisal, but that was also done within 24 hours. And so um, I've never seen that happen before in my entire career. Wow, that's good stuff, 30 years. Um, With that being said, Richard has given us the index figure, which means we got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, you're listening to Joe Stubbins, the realtor to the stars, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara, your Santa Barbara lender. For the past 18 years on State and Islay. My buddy John Winowski's out there listening to me sometimes. Or is he? I think he's on maneuvers. But anyway, we have Smoking Joe Stubbins here in the station, and he's about to give us some stats for our local real estate industry. Joe, tell us a little bit about what's going on in Santa Barbara. I see you got a stack here. Just let us know what's going on. Well, it's interesting, Guy. Thank you for asking that. Um, Well, when we're talking about single-family homes, it's astonishing when you think that the average single-family home in Santa Barbara is at $1.7 million already. And uh, the condominium average price is at uh, $813,000. Now, uh, that's as of uh, April of this year. Now, the condominium, as far as uh, sales has kind of gone sideways, and that's okay. So we're at uh, 142 sales as of April, and uh, the prices have increased. That's, this, this is the startling part, has increased 20%. 
from uh, 2017 to 2018. That's a that's a phenomenal amount. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Prices. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's that's, that's horrible. Yeah, that's what happens. No, that's that's no wonder why there's so many uh, families. Uh, you know, the fewer and fewer first-time homebuyers going on out there. Correct. Well, that's what happens when the average price increases to 1.7 million. The next segment would be the condos that would be you know purchased and then increased in value because the demand is so high. So that's the median. In, so is that the median priced or that's the average price is eight. Uh, eight hundred thirty, eight hundred thirteen thousand. The median price is six hundred seventy-eight thousand. And what's the median price for the single-family residence? Can't be one point seven. No, no, the median price is one point six million, and the average price is one point seven million for the single-family. And that's rose eight uh, percent since last year. That's pretty incredible. Now that's Santa Barbara. So that's yeah, it's it's a great time to be a homeowner. And if you ever haven't thought about, or if you have thought about it, it's now's the time to do it. Uh, not only that, because of interest rates, as you said, you know, are still right below historical lows or right above historical lows, and uh, the market's getting better every day. It really is. Um, but I, I tell you what, it, it's crazy. I just get uh, this every morning. I have a conversation with, um, you know, a couple of different referral partner realtors, and we. You know, what's going on with this buyer? What's going on with this buyer? Have you found? Because I've got about $50 million worth of pre-approved loans in the pipeline where their realtors are looking for properties. And they are, you know, they've, they've been putting in offers left and right. I mean, you have crackerjack boxes of nothing that are going for way over. what, And it's it's just like, are you kidding me? And when my approved loan letter it's not a pre-approval it's an approved loan goes in and i say i can close in 15 days with this letter we're still getting beat out you know it's it's unbut not not because of the you know the strength of the the strength of the letter and the borrower but by the dollar amount we got beat out by a thousand dollars one thousand dollars uh, $1,000. This poor family has been has made a half a dozen offers on, you know, for the, I know the real estate agent that did that. She, you know, she did it to double end it, which was not sure. cool. Right, right. But still, $1,000 right. on this a is qualified, approved, underwritten, ready to go family. Yeah. That it's just mind boggling sometimes. Yeah, this, this is the season for multiple offers at this uh, right now uh you know the activity that's going on in santa barbara and in montecito and hope ranch and galita has just galita has just really you know exploded as far as uh you know activity and prices so it's it's still a place where you can move and and, and buy a home for under eight hundred thousand. yeah no 800 yeah can't happen i know i've got borrowers um out th- i've got a half a dozen 800, 800, they can't find anything. It's my, so I, I, I own a track house out there. Maybe I should market that for like a million, <laughs> five million dollars. Well, it's highly competitive right now in the industry. And like I said, there's uh, multiple, multiple offers on, on numerous homes. It's, it's a commonplace right now. Yeah. 
Um, with that being said, you are on the more of the the high end of the market, right? I mean, that's where your business lies, and and your clients are Montecito clients. Um, your clients are, are are quality clients. I know that for a fact. And but you've been in it for so long, you know how to go out there and find those properties. You know, you know where to make those calls, how to make those calls, and how to find them. That's the difference between you and, you know, a lot of agents out there that are just, you know, sitting around waiting for the phone to ring or there, there's, I, and I see it. I see agents that are proactive all the time, always out there, always doing, always going to grab that transaction and help people along. Then there's others that will just sit at open houses. And that's a tough job at an open house. I mean, I like, I mean, you do opens. You were there, I talked to you yesterday. You were on your, uh, Monday, you were on, uh, Sunday, you were on your way to, to an open house. That shows it, dedication, proactive. Some of those guys jump in on everybody's listens, and, and you got to give them credit because they do a lot of business and because they're putting in the time. Right. I have respect for that. That's a ton of respect I have for those guys. Um, but it's just the ones that are sitting in the office waiting for the phone to ring and maybe doing four or five transactions a year. That's not that's not anybody I would put trust into myself as far if I was a buyer. I'd want to see somebody that was active, you know, constantly engaged in the industry is who I would want to put my trust into. Um, with that being said, uh, what else you got on the on the charts here for us? Anything really cool that's come up? Any kind of cool properties? Any famous properties that have sold? Give me some good, ju- good juice here. Give me some. Uh, well, let me just talk about Montecito right now because I think Montecito is uh, is probably the most frequent question I uh, get asked. Uh, you know, on a weekly basis, uh, whether I'm at you know at a restaurant or just meet someone. Uh, it's always what's happening in Montecito. So just it's got a, a story. That's a, right. A real quick uh, rundown on on what's sold. So uh, homes under two million. There's been eight homes sold for under two million in Montecito. Two million uh, between two million and three million. There's been sixteen homes between three million and four million. There's been eight homes between four million and five ho- uh, five million. There's been seven homes sold. That closed escrow, and between five million and above, there's been eight homes. Is and that year to date? This is year to date. Right. And and uh, one of those homes, a uh, five million above, was a thirty-five million dollar home, which was Ed Snyder's home. Um, he was uh, um, a sports. Uh, um, he he owned uh, the Seventy Sixers and I, I, uh, one of the hockey teams, mm-hmm. and uh, his property was uh, located right next to Oprah's property, and um, it was on the market for significantly higher than what it sold for, uh, but it it did sell for thirty five million, which is a, I th- I thought a fair price. Before or after the mud flow, it was after I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah, why it, the, it came yeah. down in price. Yeah. No, I'm not sure if it was. Like <clears> that. How long? What? What? Yeah. What was it originally? It sold for 35, but what was it originally listed at? 40. It 45. Was, no, no, no. It was like between 45 and 50 million. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's greedy. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> property. Right. Um, um, hold on. Now we're gonna have to take a quick commercial break. Richard is giving me that finger. We're gonna take one more quick commercial break. We'll come back, wrap it up with you, Joe. Uh, Talk a little bit more about Montecito, and then we'll just wrap up the show. 
You're listening to Smoking Joe Stubbins, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, and Joe Stubbins. You know, we got about six minutes left, Joe. So you got about three minutes to say a little bit about yourself. Say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And tell people how to get in touch with you. You're a very likable guy. I'm really, really happy that we have reconnected after so many years. And I know that you've been using whoever else, but you'll probably never use anybody else again except Guy Rivera. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I'll ever <laughs> use anybody else. <laughs> I mean, those other lender yeah. cards you've it's already over. thrown away. It's over. That's it. <laughs> you ripped them off and threw them away. <laughs> Two words were never spoken, Guy. So um, tell people how to get in touch with you. Well, I'm on Coast Village Road at 1170 uh, with Berkshire Hathaway, which is an amazing company, by the way, uh, led by our our manager, Kyle Kemp, who uh, is just a great communicator and, and an incredible motivator as well. Um, my phone number is 805-729-0778, and my uh, website is Montecito States 93108. Uh, dot com and I do you know I work everywhere I mean I do Santa Barbara I do Montecito I do Hope Ranch I do Galita I you know I'm not uh, not tied to Montecito I'm, I'm I get not, it I'm not tied yeah. but I, I but you know this 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 half of the year I've you know been fortunate enough to to sell several homes in Montecito um, however you know you mentioned a few things about uh, the market and uh, hold open houses and you know right now to be honest with you the activity is is unbelievable. So doing open houses is probably one of the best marketing tools sure. that you can have to get in front of a buyer who's actually ready to buy. You know, obviously there's looky-loos, but you know, at open houses you have an incredible opportunity to meet people. So that's one thing. And the other thing is just, you know, the social media has actually changed the uh, the entire landscape of, of, uh, of real estate. So you gotta stay on top of your social media, uh, you know, avenues and, and make sure that uh, you're you're keeping that up a lot of work so the entire market has i mean the entire industry has changed in so many different ways are we facebook friends joe we're not but today we will be today we will be and yes. i'll tell you what there's somebody that i've had on this show um bob Wallsmith. he's with keller williams good guy real super nice guy he's a real technical guy always has his you know face in the book and trying to learn more and more you know and it's and it's a great thing and everybody likes Bob. Um, he always quotes in 2000, 2012, Facebook or somebody did a, a study that consumers are more apt to do business with somebody they think they feel they know and mm -hmm. connect to through a, a social media than not. So I I particularly like it. You know, I'm not one of those selfie guys all the time. Because they came out with a new study that said everybody that takes a picture of themselves, they've termed it selfitis or selfieitis. <laughs> you know, and it's actually a sickness that these psychiatrists came and said they were, you know, imposing upon themselves. Yeah, this is a true I did, story. I, I did, read it. I didn't hear this. Selfieitis, you know. <laughs> so those guys that are always taking a picture of themselves, but that's okay. I take yeah. pictures of my food I cook, my dog. You know, my wife on those bad angle shots that she hates, you know, just friends and family. 
and I post them. Um, and it works for me. I get, you know, I don't do it for the business, but I get a lot of calls on it. Or, hey, guy, what do you think about this and this? So I'm getting the two-minute warning. Joe, I need to thank you for being here. Um, and I'm going to have you back. We'll have you back for the full hour. We'll get a good groove going. And, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. So, again, give us your phone number again. Joe Stubbins, Berkshire Hathaway. 805-729-0778. And we all know Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Guarantee Mortgage, Santa Barbara, 1736 State Street. It's been fun. Stop in, have a cup of coffee, and uh, we'll see you next week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. 